This is Eye on Health. Delving into your overall well-being. With MedLab Middle East. On Dubai Eye 103.8. I'm Helen Farmer and you are listening to Eye on Health here on Dubai Eye 103.8. Brought to you by Arab Health and MedLab Middle East. This week we're discussing the various health issues that can occur during pregnancy. All families want pregnancies to go as smoothly as possible. Sometimes issues can occur before the baby is born. Getting regular checkups is extremely important to prevent and even deal with some of these issues. So you and baby are healthy before, during and after the birth. We're bringing in the experts today as we talk about some of the common issues in pregnancy. And joining us now is Dr Jessica Fernandez from Astor Hospital in Sharjah from the Obstetrics and Gynaecology Department. Dr Jessica, thank you for making time for us. I know in your line of work it's very hard to plan to have conversations because often there is a mum who might be giving you a call to say mm-hmm. it's time. So I really do appreciate the insights that, um, that you're able thank to you, offer Thank you, thank you so much for having me. Um, before we get to some of the common issues, I'm, I'm curious what attracted you to this area of medicine. Um, what do you get out of it, doctor? Oh, so um, I've studied, I've done my studies in India and over there you see a lot of underprivileged people who are who cannot afford health care. So it's very sad to see these mothers who deliver at home and have all these issues. They go through several complications and many a times they do lose their lives and we do lose babies over there. So when I was doing my undergraduate studies, I really felt bad. Uh, seeing the plight of these people. So that's one of the reasons why I joined this field. And it is a field, as you say, that has come on so much, but we still tragically have a lot of complications. And some of that is through lack of awareness and lack of understanding or thinking that something that a mother is feeling is normal and part of pregnancy, which can perhaps be a symptom of something that could be dealt with fairly easily by someone such as yourself. And I wanted to start really by outlining some of the issues, conditions, um, challenges that you have mums and dads coming into into clinic. What, what, are the, what are some of the things you're seeing pregnant women for, doctor? So most of the times we have, um, fortunately enough, most of our pregnancies end up being normal, but there are some of them that get complicated. And the most common co- conditions we have are hypertension complicating pregnancies, diabetes complicating pregnancy, and anemia complicating pregnancy. These are a few of the common ones that we deal with. So it's mostly taken for granted because these things don't present with loud or very obvious symptoms. It's a subtle thing that would be going on inside and the mothers or neither would their family realize, you know, that something's going wrong. Mm-hmm. So it's only when they come for their regular checkup, when we do the tests, when we and when we examine them, when we do the scans is when we come to know that something is going wrong and we are able to help them with simple measures. And I think that's exactly it. It's about that regular checkup, isn't it? You know, making sure that you've got a relationship with your doctor, that you've got an open line of communication. You feel like you have enough time to ask any questions and things can come up, as I say, that someone might think is normal. But but you as an expert might start putting pieces together and say, well, actually, have you been experiencing this? Let's just do a quick check for that. Um, before yeah. we start going into details of, of some of those conditions, Doctor, I wondered if there's anything here in the UAE that you're noticing being particularly more common or prevalent in pregnant women that might be specific to the region? Uh, specific to the region as such, I haven't seen anything. But the most common thing that we get is hypertension complicating pregnancy. Now, these things can present with very subtle symptoms like headache or maybe swelling of the feet or just fatigue. And the patient may not know, but the baby's growth may be restricted, so their belly may not show as much. So it's these very subtle symptoms that are there, and if ignored, it can lead to massive complications. So in terms of how often you should be seeing your doctor, what would be, I don't want to say the gold standard, because that's not often realistic, mm-hmm. but what, what, what do you tend to recommend? 
So according to the WHO, it's four four visits to the entire pregnancy that's recommended. But we are personally, I would recommend a more rigorous follow up. So during the first trimester, we call them maybe once a month. In the second trimester, once in two weeks, and in the final trimester, every week. The follow ups do get more regular as they approach term. And you're also looking for different things during that time. You know, I remember thinking back to my pregnancies about, you know, establishing if there's, you know, a heartbeat. And then when you get to your 20 week, sitting in this chair with a big screen, tell us a little bit about what happens at some of the milestone checkups, doctor. So at the initial checkup, we always do a scan uh, to confirm whether there is a fetus, whether the heartbeat's there, how many fetuses are there, whether they're in the right location. You know, ectopics can also happen. So we need to rule those out and treat them on time. And we have the blood panel that goes on. Uh, that is the regular things like your blood uh, blood group, your hemoglobin, your serology screening, all these things happen. And then further on at the 12 weeks, we have something known as an NT scan combined with a double marker. This would help us determine whether the baby has is high risk for chromosomal abnormality, especially Down syndrome. Further on, moving to 20 weeks, we have the anomaly scan, which is a detailed scan of the entire fetal anatomy. This would help us come to know if there is any problem grossly with the fetal, with the fetus. That is, you know, with its eyes, nose, with the thorax, anything of the sort. Mm-hmm. And finally, at term, we do a, we do a growth scan, basically to check the weight of the fetus, to check if the fluid is fine and if the placenta is in the proper location. I used to get incredibly anxious before all of my scans my husband called it scanxiety yeah. <laughs> and I think it's, I think it's very normal to, to, to have this because you only have so much control as, as, a, as a mother yeah, over, over what's over what's happening and I think that's why that trust and that care is, is so so crucial but there are some things you can control um, some lifestyle factors you know making sure that yeah. you're eating well exercising safely um, and also supplementation there's a big market now making sure that um, you know pregnancy vitamins um, and and levels are are where they should be what do you tend to recommend as being essential for health of baby and health of mum who's you know you're going through a lot in that pregnancy you're giving it at all to, to that to that fetus what should you be taking dr jessica so when you're in a normal pregnancy, which is not complicated by anything, during the first trimester, we generally recommend folic acid. This is to help with better neural development and to prevent any sort of neural tube defects from occurring. And as we go on to the second and final trimester, we would ideally recommend calcium and multivitamins. In case the patient turns out to be anemic is when we recommend iron. Mm-hmm. But most of the most of the places you would see iron being recommended as a routine, but that is just because most of our population has a hemoglobin that, that is lower than what needs to be there. Mm-hmm. And what about some of the other lifestyle factors in terms of um, trying, not necessarily new foods, but in- increasing eating certain things and also avoiding as well? What are some of the guidelines you give there? So most of the foods are acceptable during pregnancy. So we tell them to eat a healthy diet with balanced meals, lots of vegetables and fruits and plenty of fluid intake as well. There's nothing particular that they need to avoid during pregnancy, but I mean, just maintaining a healthy lifestyle, balanced diet throughout the pregnancy is very essential. Mm -hmm. And also getting regular non-strenuous exercise is a very important part of pregnancy. Can we talk about morning sickness, please? I I thankfully escaped mostly. I had exhaustion. I could have slept for seven hours a day, especially with my Mm -hmm. first one. It was like... It was like a cloud passing over the sun. I've never experienced anything like it. And I was worried about morning sickness or all day sickness because my mum 
struggled oh, yeah. terribly. She was sick morning, noon and night when she was pregnant with me. And I worried that, you know, there would be a, a genetic risk factor there. Mm-hmm. Um, in the first trimester, it can be particularly rough for a, for a lot of pregnant women. What can help um, easing some of those symptoms? So these, uh, this vomiting in pregnancy is a very common symptom that we get. And as the pregnancy progresses, it does decrease to some extent and mostly vanishes by around 19 to 20 weeks for most patients. So um, for home remedies, what we would recommend is something like having ginger or maybe dry biscuits, these rusk or toast kind of things that we get. These help greatly with it and also maintaining hydration. But unfortunately, some people have it really bad where they can't maintain with these home remedies and the few tablets that we give them. So in those cases, we ask them to get admitted. We keep them overnight for observation and provide IV fluids and hydration. Mm -hmm. Once the patient's condition stabilizes and she's fine to go home, she can resume having her food. We do discharge them. We're going to be talking about gestational diabetes later in today's show, but I wondered if you would be able to highlight, I guess, some of the red flags. And I'm not talking about scaring any pregnant women and their partners now, but if there is anything that might seem seemingly normal, I'm talking about, you know, the itchy skin or the swollen feet that perhaps might require a little bit more investigation by a doctor such as yourself. Are you able to outline a couple of the things that you do need to be particularly tuned into, doctor? Yeah, so uh, excess amount of fatigue, if you have increased swelling of your feet, as you said, itchy skin can also be a, it can be a sign of underlying conditions. If you're not feeling baby's movements as well as you should be, or maybe prior you would have been feeling, you know, maybe 15, 20 per day, but then suddenly it's decreased. This is a big red flag that would tell us that something's going wrong. Mm-hmm. And I also wanted to ask you lastly, and this is going to sound like a bit of a strange one, if your best friend was pregnant, what would be the best bit of advice you'd give to her for having a healthy and happy pregnancy? So I would tell her to be on time with her antenatal checkups, take her supplements regularly, undergo all the scans, and please listen to what your gynecologist has to say. We only tell you, we only tell you for your good. That's such a good point. That was my birth plan, by the way. It was, I'll tell you what my birth plan was. Good music, take the drugs, listen to the person in the white coat. (laughs) Yeah, because nowadays, unfortunately, Google seems to overpower us. And also stay away from Dr. Google. Find someone you really like and trust. You can have conversations with all the way through that pregnancy. Dr. Jessica, thank you so, so much for your time today. Really do appreciate it. I'm sure you've got lots of of big patients and little patients to be taking care of over the coming uh, weeks so thank you really fantastic time to to catch up with you Dr Dr. Jessica Fernandez speaking to us from Astor Hospital in Sharjah from the Obstetrics and Gynaecology Department up next finding out how to manage a pregnancy if you're also diabetic and what happens if you develop gestational diabetes more with Eye on Health coming up on Dubai Eye 103.8 with MedLab Middle East